The scripture reading today comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greetings this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there will be of no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth is in her old age, has conceived a son, and this is the sixth month for her who said uh, to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. And then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with my accord according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. be seated. As we come into the Advent season, we thought as a pastoral team, it was appropriate to look at one of probably the most recognizable Christmas stories because I think we have a lot that we can learn. And I'm talking about, obviously, a Christmas carol, right? Uh, everybody knows about Ebenezer Scrooge, and so uh, if you don't, we're going to kind of talk about that for the next couple weeks. It's going to be great. And today, we kind of want to talk about this first um, phase, or this first encounter that Scrooge has. So for background, uh, for those that maybe don't even know this story, which I don't think there's very many people who don't know uh, this story, but uh, Ebenezer Scrooge is uh, an older gentleman who is, uh, he's kind of mean, uh, kind of cold, right? Uh, he doesn't particularly like the Christmas season. He uh, is more obsessed with work and money. And so therefore, all of the people who work under him, who are wanting to celebrate Christmas with their family, are going to have to work uh, because he is insistent, right, that like, hey, we don't, we don't take time off or I'm not going to do anything special for you. And so that evening, 
He is visited by three ghosts. The ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present, and the ghost of Christmas future. And in this experience, this first encounter that he has, he is uh, visited by the ghost of Christmas past, and he is able to go and see his past. To see his past and to see uh, a younger version of himself that... um, I think as you go through it, you kind of can see how it has shaped the person that he became. Some of the uh, different scenes that he saw was himself at a boarding school uh, as a lonely child. He saw a Christmas where he had begun to uh, have a more of a a love for for money than his significant other who then left. A relationship that was no more. See, we see all of these different events, the loneliness. We also see there's a scene of um, his sister who died while she was giving birth. And we see how these events had caused pain, had caused sadness. We see greed starting to take a priority over relationship with loved ones, we see how these events, uh, Ebenezer Scrooge didn't acknowledge maybe what was going on in his life and where it was taking him as time would go on. You know, because he never worked through the fact that the love of his life left him because he had a love for money over her. He never worked through maybe the, the grief that occurred when he lost his sister. He never worked through those feelings of loneliness that he had as a boy in boarding school. But what would have happened if he truly had looked into his past and the events that had been in his life before this encounter with the ghost of Christmas past. See, we also then go into our scripture reading for this morning, where we see the angel Gabriel come to Mary. Come to Mary and to inform her 
that she is going to have a child. Which, as Mary then is sitting there listening to this angel tell her about a son that she's going to have, she's like, whoa, 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 time out, time out. How's that possible? How's that possible? I'm not married. I'm still a virgin. Like, I don't understand. And we know kind of where the story goes, where she brings Jesus into the world. She has to go and have conversation with her fiancé at the time, right? And Joseph and the different experience of that. But what if, what if instead of hearing what was said by Gabriel, right? What if she had just looked at him, heard it, and then done nothing with that information? What would have happened if she didn't process the words that were shared with her by this angel? Sharing with her the importance of the baby in whom she is bringing into the world. Because while, while Jesus' life is so important to the transformation of the world, so is how Mary took the news of Gabriel and being willing to bring that baby boy into the world. Working through what had been told of her, acknowledging that this might mess up some of her plans that she had for her future, not knowing how Joseph was going to react, not knowing how her family was going to react. But working through all of those different scenarios and being willing to do and to bring Jesus into the world. And see, we all have a past, right? That's, that's just a part of our life. And through our life, we have had beautiful experiences. We have had hurtful experiences. We have had grief we have had excitement. And sometimes, when it comes to hardship, when it comes to struggle, when it comes to grief, we're unwilling to process. We're unwilling to work through whatever that experience may have been. But if we're willing to process and to work through the different experiences of our life and our past, we see how our life and our past continue to help us have opportunities to grow. Opportunities to grow in our Christian faith. Opportunities to grow in our knowledge of just how to be a human being in the world to be kind, opportunities to continue to 
fulfill God's calling in our life in a stronger and more impactful way. But we have to be willing to look at our past and to see how it has shaped us and continue to work through the beautiful parts of life, to work through the hardship of life, to work through the sadness and the grief of life. Because all of those experiences, good or bad, continue to help shape who we are. And as we process in a way that is positive, as we process in a way that is meaningful, as we're not trying to just, you know, put our past under the rug, push it under the rug, but to really work through whatever experience it is, so that we may do better, be our better selves in whatever way that looks. Because our past, our past forms us, create, helps create who we are in our present and who we are going to be in our future. But if we don't start with looking back, then we can't really look forward. And so as, just as Mary heard those words from the angel, as Mary took those words moving forward and thought and processed the experience that she had had and going and then bringing Jesus into the world, may we continue to hear how God has called out to us, continue to see how God has been present in our life and continue to work through all of the experiences we have had in our life so that we, we may be people that share in an even more impactful way God's love and God's presence and God's ultimate hope that comes through Christ Jesus to the world. Let us pray. Gracious God, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you that you are with us always. Even in the moments of our past that are sad, that are hard, that are hurtful. And so, Lord, we ask that you give us the courage and the ability to work through and to see how you have always been there and continue to be present so that we may grow grow in our faith and grow so that we can better share your love and your grace with the world. So Lord, we thank you and we love you. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.